Hello from the newsroom of the Financial Times in London. I'm Katie Martin. Today we're looking at Spain, where the new Prime Minister Pedro Sánchez has become the latest EU leader to feel the heat from the migration crisis. Elaine Moore spoke to our Madrid correspondent Michael Stottard about the big rise in the number of migrants arriving in Spain this year across the Mediterranean and how the country is coping. Michael, there's been a big rise in the number of migrants entering Spain this year. What has caused the upsurge and where are those migrants coming from? Well, as you say, there's been a just enormous upswing in the number of arrivals. There's been 25,000 in Spain so far this year, which is nearly triple what it was the same period last year. In terms of what's caused it, analysts and officials say that it's mainly due to a crackdown that's happened on the central Mediterranean crossing, the one from Libya to Italy. And that's pushed migrants trying to get to Europe further west into this Spanish route. But it's also worth pointing out that Spain is by far the closest European country to Africa. Um, The Strait of Gibraltar is just 14 kilometers long, which is not quite a swim, but nearly. And that's compared to the 700-ish kilometers from Libya to Italy. So it's a much easier and a way more vulnerable crossing than many of the others. And so the majority are coming from Africa? Yeah, they're coming from Africa. They're not all African. They're from Africa and the Middle East. But they're in the north of Africa and they're looking for a way into Europe. I mean, initially the routes were all coming through Greece and Eastern Europe. And then those routes got closed. And then the big route was from Libya into Italy. And then that's been shut down, not completely, but that's been tightened a great deal. And so that's sort of pushed the migrants further west to Morocco and into Spain. And how are the migrants being accommodated? Does Spain have the infrastructure to cope with this increase in people? There's certainly been a strain. The tripling of numbers was unexpected and unprecedented in Spain. And there have been stories of migrants having to sleep on the floor of police stations, having to stay on boats as they can't be processed fast enough. The local authorities in the south of Spain are cross as well. They've denounced the national government for, in effect, abandoning the region to deal with the problem by itself and not helping enough. The other regions of Spain not helping enough. But it's not in crisis territory. The system is holding up. I went to a new welcome center that they'd sort of hastily built in the last couple of weeks. And this is a big center. It can take 600 people a day. The system isn't collapsing, but there's a definite strain. What stance has Spain's new Prime Minister Pedro Sanchez taken towards all of this? Well, it's really interesting. I mean, his first stance when he came to power two months ago, he immediately put the issue of migration at the very, very, very top of his political agenda. Generally speaking, he promised fairer treatment to migrants. This is a left-wing government, and he made this a key issue. For example, he proposed to let migrants use the Spanish healthcare system from day one, rather than having to wait a kind of 45-day, 90-day waiting period. And once more, in basically his first political act, or his first big political act, he welcomed this rescue boat called the Aquarius, which was carrying about 600 migrants and had been turned away from Italy and Malta. So they were sort of stranded at sea, and nobody wanted them. And this new left-wing Sanchez government said, right, I'll make this big gesture, which will define my premiership, 
And so he welcomed, he didn't have to, they weren't the closest port, he had no legal obligation, but he welcomed this big ship. So his initial few weeks were very, very much a big change from the previous centre-right government and trying to set the agenda on this migrant issue. But since then, the number of migrants arriving has just been enormous, and the government has shifted tone a little bit. So, for example, new arrivals on rescue boats aren't getting the same fast-track immigration treatment as those that arrived on the Aquarius. And tellingly, the same Aquarius ship with a new set of rescued migrants was not allowed to dock in Spain. But what's happened in this case, interestingly, is the new Aquarius has docked in Malta, and there's been a deal between different EU countries to share the number of migrants. So this is a little bit what people want to see in Europe in terms of a shared solution and a shared taking on of the burden of receiving these migrants. But it received some pretty harsh criticism from the UN for the delay it took before it was agreed for them to dock in Malta. The UN said it was wrong, dangerous and immoral to keep rescue ships wandering the Mediterranean while governments compete on who can take the least responsibility. So pretty damning words for the EU's ability to come together and actually solve this issue. So it's not exactly a policy shift from Sanchez, but there's definitely a sense that his stance is more measured than the honeymoon period for, you know, welcoming migrants with open arms is over. And how does Spain's approach compare with the wider European approach towards migration? Has there been any kind of coordinated European action that might help Spain? Well, I mean, this issue has been being discussed for five years, at least now, with no particularly brilliant outcome. I mean, Sanchez's big talking point on the migration issue like so many other people's, is that this is a European problem and it needs a European solution. Europe has a common border and the countries in the south can't be you know, left to bear the whole brunt of this arrival of migrants. And he's been making a big drive to lead on this issue in Brussels. Uh, he met with the German Chancellor Angela Merkel to talk about this issue and they agreed to push for more EU help to help Morocco control their borders and keep migrants out of Spain. But, you know, these same issues persist that really none of these countries want these migrants and coming up with a deal to share where they are and share the money to pay for them is exceedingly difficult. You mentioned before the Spanish Prime Minister's approach towards migration. Has there been any local political backlash as the number of migrants has increased? Well, I mean, this is what's so, so interesting about this situation at the moment. Spain has for decades really not had migration or immigration anywhere near the mainstream political agenda. Even in the financial crisis, there was no far-right parties that did at all well. There's this one far-right party in Spain called Vox, which does terribly in all of the elections. You know, when you look at the government that's in government in Italy, how well the far right in France did, getting through to the second round of the elections last time against Macron, you know, there's obviously this theme of the hard right getting in power and doing really well across Europe, and it just hasn't even flickered in Spain. 
But with this new Sanchez government who's put migration to the top of the agenda, with this massive arrival of migrants, this is a real test of that. Do you feel like you can see any change in the popular attitudes towards migrants hardening in Spain in the way they might have done in Italy and Germany in the past? I think for the moment, not substantially. One of the things that's worth pointing out is that very few of these migrants stay in Spain, or at least so far. They all want to get to Germany and to some extent, the UK. So they're all desperate to leave as soon as they possibly can. So it's not like in Calais or in Germany where you have millions of migrants who are there and in the schools and living next door to people and you know causing all of the potential integration problems that that leads to. In Spain, that isn't really happening yet. So there isn't a huge backlash so far, but quite a lot of polls show Vox, the far-right party I mentioned, getting into Parliament for the first time in the next election. But when I say getting into Parliament, I mean one seat in the 350-seat Parliament. Possibly more likely, the mainstream opposition, the biggest party in Spain, the Partido Popular, attacking more to the right. And we have already seen that with the new leader, Pablo Casado, taking a pretty tough line on a number of issues, but migration is one of them. So I think we're seeing a shift, but it's hardly a sea change. That was Elaine Moore talking to our Madrid correspondent, Michael Stottard. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with more news tomorrow, but in the meantime, if you're not already a subscriber and would like to discover more FT content, take a look at our latest subscription offers at ft.com offer. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc.